Hello and welcome to another episode of Brothers Creed Podcast, where we talk about motivation, experiences, and we explore the world around us. We're the Thomas Brothers, and I'm Ethan. And I'm Jared, and today we're talking about some of our likes and dislikes of the men's coaching and influencer world that is out there right now. Um, Being podcasters ourselves, we are kind of a part of that, and we definitely have some thoughts on we've had a variety a wide variety of guests that we've had come on the podcast and some of the stuff uh we like we like some of the stuff i i don't really like and we're usually pretty uh open i'm i'm always trying to be open about like hearing what people have to say uh and so in fact some people have said to us well you guys need to push back more on some of these guests uh, maybe that's true, but uh, so today we heard a little bit more of our some of our opinions on some of the things we do like, uh, some of the things we dislike about this kind of men's uh, movement slash like motivation slash world of influencers that we currently are living in. So uh, it should be interesting, to say the least. Oh, it's always interesting. <laughs> let's let's get into it. Let's dive in. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Most valuable commodity I know of is information. And that, my friends, is called integrity. That's called courage. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of. Either you're somebody or you're nobody. You're not the devil. You're practice. Well, I mean, obviously, like you said, Jared, you and I in our podcast kind of fits into this, uh, let's say this category of maybe men's improvement and health. I mean, we have some women maybe that listen to the podcast, but I'd say we're mostly men. Um, And the whole podcast, I mean, we talk about lots of different stuff, right? We talk about men's mental health and we talk about aliens, Right. We talk about lots of there. And, and some of it's right. Motivation, inspiration and uh, searching and, and, and uh, exploring the world around us. And so. All of this, you know, some of it's entertainment and some of it's knowledge building. Mm-hmm. And with that, you know, obviously, yeah, we've had a lot of people on the podcast and, and as Jared and I are, um, you know, I don't, I don't I don't know if we're considered middle aged, but middle-aged <laughs> men and fathers and and uh, uh, working professionals then that, that want to be better and better, then we're constantly kind of seeking ways to do that, whether it's talking with people that proclaim they help people become better um, or whether it's listening to you know books or you know doing study on our own uh, or learning from our own and others experiences um, is, is important. Uh, I remember there's a saying that says, you know, a, a smart man learns from his own experiences, but a wise man learns from the experiences of others. Um, mm-hmm. I've always, I've always kind of liked that. Um, for some reason, I've always been smart rather than wise, um, and and having to stumble through things on my own sometimes, um, and not listening to others' advice, but. Uh, 
so yeah, let's let's let maybe break it down a little bit. Uh, how how do you want to do it, Jared? Do you want to go like, you know, we each kind of you share like, I share like, you share like, or do you want to go like dislike like dislike? Let's go like dislike. Uh, so but, but maybe let each of us share a dislike first, and okay. then we will go and share a uh, a like, and then we'll share a dislike, and then we'll share a like. Okay. And are all of these uh, ones that you've pulled from communications that we've had with people and interviews that we've had or stuff you've seen from the industry outside as well? Uh, both. Kind of both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. Okay. You want to go first? Sure. Sure. I'll go first. So um, uh, one thing, and I've seen this, um, this is kind of inside and out, like um, some of the interviews that we've done. And uh, even like watching like, I don't know, David Goggins or something like that. Right. He's like, you know, uh, if you're just sitting on the couch, you're, you're just a, 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 a bum. You know, you're just an idiot. You're just, a, you know, lazy. And so my first dislike about the whole kind of some people in the men's culture is shaming. How it's just like, you know, I don't react well to shaming. Someone's going to make me feel bad. You're just fat. You know, you're just. Uh, you know, lazy. I I don't really do well to shaming. That doesn't motivate me. Yeah, yeah. And if if anything, it just kind of makes you feel like, ah, oh, man. You know, I, you know, I am this or I am that. And so, yeah, that's that's kind of a common thing that I see a lot of times. Uh, is kind of a tactic for trying to motivate people is shaming. And I just I, I'm I'm not into that. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I th- I just actually was just kind of realizing that you said that 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 is a huge theme. Uh, so many of these, you know, and it's like almost like a tough talk, but it, it just turns to shaming uh, instead of like a motivation and like pick you up type of a thing. It's like almost like a put you down thing. And like you're expecting that person's tenacity to come out and be like, I want to prove you wrong. But not everybody has the same level of tenacity. And yeah. sometimes you can when you push people down like that, they just don't have the strength to get back up, on, up out of the water. I mean, maybe David Goggins does, uh, but when you say like, "You'll know me, son. You'll know me," it's like, okay, <laughs> well, like he says, he listens to people like dissing him as he's running and doing like triathlons and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> or he'll uh, he'll go through and he'll put all the negative comments that he has on YouTube or whatever else. He'll read them and record himself reading them, and then he'll play them back to himself while he's working out. It's like, dude, yeah. <laughs> so, some people like thrive on, on proving others wrong. Yeah. But I think for some, it, it really gets them down, and uh, that tactic does not work. Uh, and so, yeah, I think that's a good one. Did you have anything else for that one? Uh, no, that was just that was one that that I thought of. I mean, I've got a couple. I got a couple more. But. Yeah. So okay. My, so this one's uh, kind of big. Uh, I wrote a lot of notes on this because I've really been thinking about this for a long time. So I, I may read some of my notes here because I've had a lot of specific thoughts. One thing that I dislike is this idea that you have to curse a lot to come off as authentic. And you see this almost, it, it, it's in, you know, the world that we live in is kind of a shock and awe tactics or clickbait, you know, what's the most shocking title that you could put up there so people will click on it. And so this kind of bleeds over into the, influencer space not just men's influencers men's coaching but also like like the likes of Gary V he's a he's a clear example of this 
you know, where he's got to drop the F word at least five to six times in every single piece of his content. It, well, it's because he's authentic. And, and well, it's th- almost like it's almost like entertainment more than authenticity. It's like they're pushing this persona, this and, and I, I completely agree yeah. with you, Jared. One of mine was shock and awe. I hate like the shock and awe thing. Yeah. And so it's I think it creates a like <laughs> like these influencers resort to cursing like a sailor to create this level of impact in emergency in ur- and urgency in what they're saying. But really, it's almost like a clickbait tactic. And so, like, when they're trying to create this sense of urgency, it just gets, like, it gets lost. I mean, if if you're, (laughs) if I hear someone say, hey, get the F away from that effing thing, you know, I'm going to, like, jump back if I hear someone, like, curse at me like that. But then if I hear them, if I just hear somebody say, hey, you know, uh, get away from that, then... I'm not going to be as like jarred away. So like the, the whole point of cursing is to bring like heavy impact and emphasis to what you say. So my point is that basically constantly using that type of language, constantly uh, cursing, it, it removes any depth of language that you have. If you're constantly yelling an F word at people and yelling and and cursing all the time, then when you actually do mean it and you say it, it has no bearing. It's almost like crying wolf uh, all the time. And so I I think it it just can be exhausting uh, listening to someone like that because it's like I can't tell if you're just kind of pissed, if you're super pissed, or if you're just a little bit perturbed because the way that you're talking has no depth of of tonal change or of of variation yeah, in, in vocabulary i can't read it if you actually care yeah if you actually care about this or if you don't because you're you know if you're happy or sad either way i feel the same way yeah so i i think that that is um it's just it's i wonder whether i can relate it um is that like it's kind of the difference between like if you see a classy woman doing something that's like a woman that is classy can do something that's very subtle and it can be extremely attractive versus some woman who's ripping her clothes off and trying to get your attention. You know, both ways will get your attention, but one way is trashy. <laughs> so that's kind of how I feel. Yes. Uh, it, it's... Um, so like this language and this like cursing, it's it's used to. Here's like another thought process that I have is that like it's used to attempt to convey that a person does not care about being professional, and that their rebellious nature makes them less fake, or or, or because they are not poised, uh, it makes them quote unquote air quotes real. So. If you're, is that I, why Gary is that why Gary V wears those ugly beanies all the time? Yeah, I mean it's just like like I saw one. I mean this is kind of down a little bit of a different path, but like he was trying to get into like a black tie affair. He was the speaker. He shows up in like sneakers and like you know a hoodie, and he's like, "Oh man, I'm here for this thing." And and like, and they're like, "Yeah, you can't get in though without a jacket because this is a black tie affair." And he's like, "Well, I'm the speaker," and they're like, yeah, "You can't get in without a black tie affair." And the way that he like promoted that video, he he was kind of just like, oh man, look at these you know uptight 
people having to, to bend to me because they're inviting me and I'm just going to be so authentic to myself. But the way that I saw that was kind of like, you're an idiot. You don't know how to dress. You have no class. And the way that you, and like, that's well, just. I almost think it's, it's like a, it's a matter of respect thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, they, like they invite you to come and they're probably paying the money, but yeah, they are. I mean, it's just like, dude, like have some respect, respect your man. environment. Yeah. But it's like, it's like this faux culture thing where people are like, or, or maybe it's a, maybe it's just not the culture that I want to accept. I, I think that I'm, I want a guy to look sharp. I want to look sharp if I'm up in front of talking to people. I'm not going to talk like a slob and dress like a slob under the guise of it, me being real or like, hey, man, I'm, I'm so real. It's like, okay, well, then you really sound like an idiot. Why would I invest money with someone who sounds like a cholo, you know? Uh much less leans like one. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Elbows up, side to side. So, um, I, I know that this type of, like, you know, people kind of get in, like, that mode, maybe, like, in boot camps and type stuff like that, you know, but, like, I almost feel like it's, um, it's, uh, it shows that you're unable to communicate Without constantly, if you're unable to communicate without constantly using expletives, then to me that shows that you're not equipped to operate in life. Uh, wh- wh- how are you going to act when you're speaking to a child or to a woman or to uh, s- an elderly person or even to another guy? If you can't speak without cursing, then that is not the type of man that I want to be. I want to be able to be a the ma- type of man I think everybody should be the type of man who can speak to a child in a tender, loving, caring way, and and then speak to a guy and in the same in a motivating way without just having to curse all the time. So I think that that aspect of it also limits their reach. Um, I think it restricts their message. So for example, Gary V. I think that sometimes he does share some good stuff, and some of these men's coaches, they do share some good stuff. But you think I'm going to send that to anybody that, like, you think I'm going to show my kid, hey, look at this inspirational uh, entrepreneur that's got all these great ideas. You think I'm going to show my kids anything of Gary Vee? No. No. Because he has a filthy mouth, and he just doesn't know how to communicate in any other way than just this, like, amped up clickbait type cursing all the time. And so I think that... Well, it seems disingenuous. Yeah, it. The, when you have a, these profanity laced clips, it's just like, dude, you, you're you've packaged this great message that you have. Sometimes I think he comes out with way too much content, but like, he packages sometimes really good messages in like a box of absolute garbage, and it's like, okay, well, I can't. I'm not going to deliver that to someone that I care about, or especially a child. Even if it's a good message, even the if garbage. It's a good message, yeah. And so, yeah. W- when I um. When I look at men that I respect, they aren't going off on the handle cursing at people in these expletive-laced tirades. I don't know if you've ever seen this one guy. named He's a rich guy. He does, like, men's classes. His name is Dan uh, Pena. 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 Yep. That dude is classic, you know? He's just like, I don't care about you. Get the F out of here then. You know, it's just like, yeah, dude. Am I supposed to? I'm supposed to. Rest- if you can't, if you can't afford my class for twenty thousand dollars, then screw you. You're a bum. Yeah, exactly. What? So it's kind of just like, all right, man. Like, that's not how I want to act. Uh, and, and a lot of times, I think that people who act like that, it's almost like a. I think it shows little confidence 
or almost like a little man syndrome. So where they have to make yeah. their bark sound real loud uh, to just try to scare you off, you know? Yeah. Uh, or you, you you don't care about, you don't know nothing, man. Like, you don't, you don't know what that's going on. I'm going to teach you what's going on. It's just like, dude, you don't need, I mean, you could be intense. I'm cool with the intensity, but you don't need to add in all the, the language and, and like amp up everything with, uh, with the language that you do. So yeah. I don't know. Those at least, the- at least all the time. I mean, if you have some kind of like, you know, crazy situation where you, you know, or yeah, if something happens or whatever else, like I understand yeah. a little bit if here someone and is, there, but yeah, but that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like there, if you're using the words all the time, then you have no depth of your vocabulary or how you act or you speak. Yeah. If someone yeah. comes up to my wife and like pushes my wife or grab my wife, you better believe uh, I'd be speaking in the most intense and impactful way that I possibly could to get that person's attention uh, to get away uh, or, or to back up or or or, or whatnot. So there are yeah. there's a time yeah. and a place. And when you're talking about, you know, buying baseball cards at a yard sale like Gary Vee, that's not the time nor the place. So From a 10-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I think that uh, one of my last things. I had, think. Oh, go ahead. I, I was just say a, a real man who is respected should simply have to speak. Should have can speak calmly, and if people respect him, they will listen. He doesn't have to beg for attention and try to inflate the impact of his words by cussing all the time. I like that. How often does uh, Jordan Peterson cuss? I was just about to say exactly. Yeah, not for, not very much. Yeah, even like uh, I mean, even somebody who's maybe not as I don't want to say professional, but I mean, how much does like Joe Rogan cuss? I mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Not not that much. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's, I mean, it, I'm sure he does, but it's not in like everything. But um, yeah, I think that's that's a great one. That's a great dislike. Uh, something that could be improved, and some people might love that. I don't know. But I, I agree with you. Not my favorite. Yep. So what do you want um, to do likes now? What's what's yeah, one of your likes? Yeah, so so let's get a little positive here. Um one of my likes is and we we've talked about this uh several times on the podcast with a couple of different people, and even just in episodes that you and I have done together, um, kind of like uh uh you know, overcoming challenges and things like that. So uh the the i guess theme is is uh, if you fail f- fail forward right it is okay to fail uh you know we had a guy on the on the podcast that said that there is no champion ever without scars so you will get knocked down but you can get back up you can learn from your mistakes you can learn from your failures don't let those control you you know, don't say, oh, I messed up in, in this and it, it ruined a year of my life and now the next 50 years are ruined. No, learn from that mistake that made that year bad and then change the next 50 years. Um, yeah. So that's one theme that that it's okay to fail. In fact, it is better to fail than to never fail because um, then you learn, you become stronger, you can develop. Um, and so that was a, a positive thing that, that I really, really liked. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. I think one of the, one of the ones I like is 
I like how there's a lot of attention um, to kind of men's issues, uh, men father to men's issues, fa- issues that fathers are having, or husbands. Uh, I recently heard a, uh, someone say something that was like, "Men eternally have to, you know, fathers and husbands and men have to eternally struggle." Well, assuming you're in all three of those categories. <laughs> With three things, uh, one is wanting to spend as much time with their with their kids as they can, being the best father they can, but two, wanting to uh, provide for them the most you can, so like making the most money that you possibly can, and uh, then the third one is like focusing on yourself and like uh, and improving yourself, and so like, and then you could even add in a fourth one there is like focusing on your relationship with your with your wife i think they were including that in the first one with your like your wife and your kids um so it's like you got these three things that are pulling at you your career your family and then your own personal self and you have to allocate this finite time to all of them and uh you want to just dedicate so much time to each one of these things individually so that you can be better and uh I think that's but there's only so but there's only so much time. There's only so much time, and so I think that like stuff like that is like really cool because we have lots of uh, there's lots of podcasts out there. There's others. There's us. Uh, I think we do a great job of trying to motivate people to do better and also entertain at the same time. Um, there's uh, books. There's coaches uh, that, and there's actual communities uh, that where you can come together with with other men and. We, we've had some people on uh, that, you know, have communities of men uh, that and fathers where they uh, get together and they kind of talk about each other and talk about things that they're struggling with. And I think that's great uh, that men have that opportunity to connect. Sometimes it's hard to find someone who's like minded in your neighborhood, you know, or just in your local church. So sometimes you have to go search elsewhere to find those folks. And I think that's cool that the men's movement out there allows for that yeah yeah completely agree um all right so back to the dislikes yeah okay so this one is an interesting one because i think it's important but i don't always like how it's portrayed in men's improvement and men's health Mm -hmm. right so uh it seems like Fitness is always tied to men's health. And it seems like, you know, you got to be ripped or you got to be jacked or you got to be this, you know, long distance ultra runner who's done 10 Ironmans or you got to be like, you know, this like incredible athlete to almost be, you know, you got to be a, a NFL football player or whatever to be successful. Or a Navy a lot of these, SEAL or like a yeah. ex X like you know special forces or something yeah yeah so it's like it's always this 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 fitness is kind of tied to oh like men's improvement and men's health which I think is very important to be fit and and I can understand how seeing someone who is just incredibly jacked and ripped is going to be um you know is going to drive kind of respect or uh, it's going to make me feel like he's he works hard or he's very disciplined. Like I understand how it can make you feel that way, but 
you know, you never know everybody's situation. That guy could be on freaking steroids and you don't even know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or whatever else it might be, you know, and, and some people are more intellectual. Some people are not physical. You know, some people might be, you know, have amazing philosophical ideas and, you know, maybe be kind of pudgy. And so it's like, just but because, because somebody, sometimes, but sometimes like in the men's movement, because they're not like, yeah. they don't have a six pack of abs. It's like, well, this guy's useless yeah. or because they, yeah, because they're pudgy. It's like, oh, he's a lazy piece of crap. You know, yeah, he's, yeah. He, well, you can't trust him. You can't learn anything from him because he's, you know, he's, he's, you know, carrying around a, a spare tire or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so that's just something that, uh, to me, like I said, I think fitness is important and I constantly try strive to become better and fitter. And I would love to be ripped. Um, and, but sometimes, especially in the men's movement, it comes across as self-centered and, and egotistical. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I actually, I have a, one of my likes has something to do with that. Uh, but, I'll, but I'll share that in, in just a minute. Okay. So one of the, th- the other things that I uh, dislike, and I'm gonna, I'm, this one I'm actually going like, to tell a story here, uh, maybe call out one of these guys that uh, specifically that uh, I just felt like exemplified this. Uh, and this is the humility and, and being open to new ideas is seen as a weakness. Uh, there's some influencers out there, men's coaches and others, who lack any humility at all. Uh, their platforms, maybe at the beginning, be- or start as educational platforms, but then they become a grandstand where uh, you know they're just barking orders at everybody uh, or shouting people down, uh, and it no longer becomes what it once was. Uh, I think sometimes... You know, they get pushed back from people and then they just kind of stick to their guns. But they're just like, you know, it, it just ends up to where like you, they they literally are the most uh, prideful and egotistical thing you've ever seen. They won't consider anything that anyone else has to say because they're right. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's important to to, to know your values and stick to them. And we talk about our core creed beliefs all the time. Uh, and, and if but you, they, but they, but they evolve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if you shut somebody down who has a different opinion than you, then you're closing yourself off to potential growth. We, we have all kinds of people on the podcast and some of them I agree with some people I don't agree with. We've had people on where they're like, they'll say something and I'm just like, Hmm, that's an interesting thought or I'll, I'll need to think about that. Uh, because I mean, if somebody says something that's, that's, different than what I believe, I'm not going to immediately just be like, that's absolute BS. No, sometimes it takes time to think through things. Uh, and so uh, oftentimes, maybe that's why we don't, I don't push back so hard on someone who's sharing uh, on, the, on the podcast with, like, with the guests that we have uh, because um, you know I, I'm trying to consider what they have to say because I think I can learn a lot more about what other people have to say than just me running my mouth. Uh, yeah. And so... Uh, that's was, for sure. <laughs> so I, I think that, although that's uh, kind of ironic coming from me it, doing a podcast right now, but I, we're, <laughs> we're sharing things. Uh, I think that sh- me sharing knowledge is also good. Uh, and anyway, uh, 
so there was a specific situation where uh, this. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll share a couple things before I share that. So they they say that not to take advice from people that aren't where you want to be, and so you know it's like why would I get a men's coach who's the most prideful person on earth, or why would I take it like learn from someone or follow someone on social media who's like the literally the most prideful person and would never listen to any other opinions? It's like. <laughs> This person's obviously not that informed if they won't listen to anybody else except for themselves. So I, I want to live more of like a Socrates-type life where I ask questions and then I ask follow-up questions. Uh, you know, I mentioned Jordan Peterson once before, but like when he gets questioned by people shouting him down in the crowd or whatever, what does he usually do? He says, ask your question and we'll just talk about it. Or, or like he's, I've seen several videos of him just like kind of hanging out at like a kind of a happy hour type thing and someone will come up and just start shouting at him. And he goes up to him and he starts having a conversation with him and starts talking with them and understanding what they're, where they're coming from and then asking them questions. He's not like, you know, shouting them down. It's just like he has class and he's going about it in a, in a way that is refined. And I like that. Um, so back now to my story. So, uh, there's an there's an influencer out there. Uh, this guy's name is Ian Went, and uh, I actually bought a couple of his stuff. He has some. He started a clothing company uh, that just says like Patriot on uh, the shirts. I like the shirts. Uh, they say Patriot. I'm a Patriot, uh, and so I was like, hey, this guy's clothing is pretty cool, and we followed him, and uh, he talked a lot about like. You could call them conspiracy theories. Um, I don't know if they were that conspiracy theories. A lot of it's just about like, you know, red pill versus blue, blue pill type of stuff and new world order type of stuff. So, I mean, it was entertaining to to follow him. Um, and then like we actually, uh, I liked his clothes so much. I was like, hey, he started like an affiliate program uh, with his clothing brand. And I was like, hey, maybe we could, uh, you know, be affiliates and we could pitch some of his clothing on our on our podcast. And so we actually signed up for the program, got approved and everything, and we were uh, kind of in the process of getting to understand like just how it works and everything. And he posted something on on his Facebook and or his social media, Instagram, and he was like, I think it was a picture of Charles uh, of Klaus Schwab, uh, the leader of the World Economic Forum, and his and like this guy, he used to at one point in the, in the past he had like been educating people and like telling people have you are you aware of this are you aware of that but like his tone really started to shift recently and instead of being like education it was kind of like his comment on this thing was like if you don't know who this is then you're an idiot and i just commented on his video i was like hey man can we get back to where you're like educating people instead of just insulting people uh and and this guy like literally went off the handle uh, it, it was like I had insulted him, his his family, his wife, his children. Uh, he literally took my comments, uh, and, and then he came back and was like, you know, really ripped into me. And I was like, hey man, like, I'm a, like, I'm a big fan of your stuff. I I, I like your clothing line. I am just saying, like, if you could just go back to where you were educating people instead of assuming that we're idiots if we don't know what you're talking about, like. That's the Ian that I want to, to talk to. 
And he like kept ripping into me. He's like, I can't even believe you're still here. You're just going to be like one of those followers that unfollows me and then follows me back in like six months. And you're, you're not going to get what the stuff that I'm posting anywhere else. And you're just like, I was like, are you serious right now? And he literally took pictures of the comments that I was commenting and posted it in his stories and was like, look at this freaking idiot. Like, you know, what, what an idiot naysayer, like trying to, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about or he doesn't even know who this person is. And I'm like, are you serious? This is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm like, you're like, this guy is literally like the most prideful, egotistical guy, pompous idiot that I've ever, like, I was shocked. And and that's why I kind of like stuck around in the comments and was just like, this is unbelievable. Like, I, I can't even like believe that you're acting like this. And then he, uh, and then he just is like, I can't believe you're even still here. And then he blocked me. Um, and then, so I was like, dude, <laughs> screw that guy, man. And, uh, and, and what was funny is that, uh, he actually went on the order of man podcast and with Ryan Mickler and, and his whole thing was basically him just talking about how that whole episode was basically him. He's like, yeah, people try to like come at me for all kinds of stuff, but I don't care about what anybody has to say. I don't care what my friends have to say. I know what's right. Basically, he went up there and said that he didn't care about what anybody had to say. He didn't care about what his friends had to say. He didn't care about what anybody online had to say. And that I I think he might have even said he didn't care about what his wife had to say. Maybe he probably does. Uh, But like, it's like, dude, if you don't listen to anybody except for yourself, then like you're going to go astray, man. And like his pride was so ego, he was just, his pride was so on display that it was almost like disgusting to watch. Uh, and, you know, I, I was I was shocked at that episode and I was like, yeah, this is part of the course for this guy, man. But then he goes on later to say like, oh, I just think it's so important to be learn new things and and open be open to new th- ideas, basically just talking about everybody else who needed to learn from him. <laughs> so I was like, this is hilarious. Uh, my wife always says that uh, I should have seen this coming when he was a one of the keynote speakers at AlphaCon uh, in Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, she's like, anybody who calls himself an alpha is not an alpha. <laughs> and he was alpha a keynote, con, huh? And he was a keynote speaker. So I was like, oh, well, this is where the alpha males come to speak. And that dude, his head was so full. I mean, he was basically started, his feet raised off of the ground because he was so full of hot air. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that pride and in, in lack of humility, seeing humility and openness to new ideas, influencers that see that as a weakness... Uh, I, I hate that. And a lot of times you do see that in this male influencer space, uh, female probably as well, but specifically the, a couple of the experiences that I've had, it's just like, you know, I, I know what's right and it, screw everybody else in the entire world. And it's like, okay, dude. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. I No, I, I completely agree with that. And I remember you telling me about all that story. It's just like, dude. It's like, yeah, dude, we're not telling this dude stuff anymore. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do still have his his uh, hey. sw- his sweatshirt that he gave me, and it's comfortable. So yeah, that's a lot. I don't love that. I'm still a patriot. So still a patriot. Just don't support that guy. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a really good one. Um, just being humble enough to just even just interact with people like civilly. Yeah, 
is important. I mean, if, if someone had commented that on something that I had posted, you know, I, I, I probably wouldn't respond. I mean, there was hundreds of comments on this dude's thing, but he specifically yeah. responded. I probably wouldn't respond, but I would think about what that person said. And I'm like, am I? Or doing maybe that? like, yeah. Or maybe like respond with a, uh, like a link, like an educational link or something like that. Like, hey, here's more about this guy. Yeah, maybe I would definitely want to respond the way that he did. I would probably just maybe think about it, you know. And I don't know. I think that sometimes maybe he was in the mode of just like dealing with lots of. Oh, another thing that he did. I have to mention this. Uh, that was like the biggest like asshole move uh that you can make and i i'm using this appropriately uh i'm cursing appropriately because this dude really was one uh so he said in his interview on the order of man that he'll get these blue these blue check instagram folks that will like his stories or give him a thumbs up on his stories that he shares and he's like i'll go to these people's pages and unless they've shared my stuff i'll block them right away because if they're not sharing my stuff they obviously aren't fighting the good fight, so I'll block them right away. <laughs> Jeez. I'm like, he's like, I won't even talk to him. I'll just block him. Like, so they'll be like, hey, man, keep up the good work, or they'll send him a thumbs up and like a message response to his stories, and he'll just block them because they're not sharing the message that he's sharing. And I'm like, wow, man, the arrogance on that guy uh, to, do, hmm. to, to do that. So He really showed them. Yeah, exactly. It's like, do you think you're the only one on the internet talking about this stuff? Give me a break. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, something that you like. It, it might seem like our uh, our dislikes are uh, heavier than our likes here on the scale, but uh, what I what I will say is that uh, we're just more passionate about the the things that we want to see change. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Jared, Jared and I are all about improvement and uh, where where the world can improve. Yeah, we I, like sometimes when I think about like what we are, who we we the way that we are on the podcast and how we do our podcast is kind of I mean there's a lot of overlap with some other guys and we try to do those things. Um, but the things that we're talking about that we dislike here, those are things that we want to steer clear of. Uh, and that's why sometimes when we invite people, that's why when we do, and not sometimes, when we do invite people onto our podcast, we tell them not to cuss because we want them to, if they can't express their opinions and their and their message in a, in a format that isn't them cursing all the time, it's like, dude, then your message not, is not worth hearing, man. And yeah. so uh, we, we kind of do force people into these things. Uh, and we've had to, a couple of guests, we've had to edit out a couple of things. We've only had like maybe one or two that, kind of really gone awry but uh, we, we would just remind them and then they're usually like oh okay so yeah yeah I'd say typically they try to be respectful yeah um so so my next like um I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna kind of combine uh, a couple but um one was um men gathering together um, you know, whether that's like at a men's retreat or whether it's, you know, getting together to work out together, or maybe you play in a softball team together, or maybe whatever else, you know, maybe you, you got to go out to dinner. Um, you know, I know a couple of the guys we've, we've talked with, 
uh, they have these uh, kind of men's nights or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, my uh, my father-in-law was just telling me that they have um, kind of started this this uh, thing in, in, in at church where kind of all of the older aged gentlemen, right, uh, in the congregation, well, they'll all go out one night uh, a month and kind of have like a, a men's dinner. And, uh, yeah, I think that's really, I think that's really important. I think a lot of times that's encouraged because if you can foster an environment where men can get together and they can talk openly without fear of being judged or shamed or whatever else, which is not easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that could be massively beneficial because a lot of times as men, we don't talk about our our issues very much. We don't talk about our problems or what we struggle with personally or our relationships or whatever else. Yeah. It's just kind of like, Hey, how are you doing? Good. You know, what's up? Yeah. Let's just hang out or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think if you could create an environment of where people could, could talk and, and relate to each other, it's like, Oh man, I was struggling with that six months ago or, man, you know, my, I'm struggling with that same thing with my kids or my wife or my, you know, uh, my, my dad or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that is a cool thing within the, the, the men's sphere, um, is kind of the opportunity to, to, to get together and to help each other become better, help each other grow. I mean, yeah. Jared. I mean, yeah. you and you and I have even thought about on the podcast doing some sort of like, you know, men's retreats or or something like that. And how can we, you know, just kind of both, you know, do you know, spiritually, financially, physically, like do all these different things to kind of emotionally to help just kind of bring everybody together to to make us better. Yeah, we've thought about doing events. Uh, I think it'll be, I think it'll be fun. Um, so yeah, I totally think that that's one of the great ones uh, that bringing communities together of guys together and to do that. That's one thing I like about jujitsu actually is that uh, you actually get a weird slice of society. You get a lot of guys and kids who come together and have this common goal to learn jujitsu. But I mean, we have like the, in my class, there's like a 16 year old kid uh, who's same rank as me. And when we roll, it's just the same. We're like the same, you know? And then we yeah. have, there's a guy who's like a grandpa and he's got a, you know, a 12-year-old grandson. And then, so there's this wide range of, of people and, and ages and, and their uh, careers and everything. So you really get an interesting slice of, of, of kind of your local community uh, that is not an interesting thing because everybody's on the same playing ground, even though everybody's different ages. Well, I say same playground, but I mean there are ranks within jujitsu. But I mean everybody's trying, everybody's there generally trying to get better and trying to learn a specific craft, and, and everybody's different, you know, ages and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, so what what's uh, I know you you kind of mentioned a, a like earlier about fitness that kind of related to that one. Yeah, so I think that um, one thing that you said there was some de- downsides to fitness. Uh, I, I totally agree with that, but I think that there are some upsides. I think that there is such a focus on getting your body into a good state and just being overall physically healthy. There's a saying that says uh, a healthy man has a million desires but a sick man has one, and that's to be healthy. 
And I think that's so true. If you've ever been like hurt oh, or, yeah. or sick. Oh, yeah. I like that for sure. The only one thing that you want is to be healthy and, and you be in a good state again. Uh, and so unless we get ourselves to that point, we unless you get to the point where you are healthy and happy and your body is, is tuned uh, up. I mean, you don't have to have an eight pack, but it, as long as you're, you're, you're working your body, you're exercising, uh, then you can start to focus on more. I think that getting your body tuned up and through exercises or vitamins, getting proper sleep, uh, maybe even doing cold plunges or, or the Wim Hof breathing or saunas or red light therapy or, or looking at sunlight, uh, you know, look, getting sun in your eyes or grounding. We've talked about all those things, uh, on this, on this podcast yep. and how all of those things can really help you be healthier and when you are healthier uh, and your body's kind of in tune it takes discipline to get there uh, and if you can have the discipline to get there then you can also have the discipline to fall it falls closely with other areas of your life you're being you're going to be better disciplined father you're going to be more intentional about the things that you do uh, and I think that discipline is one of the core tenets that every man should have. Uh, and when I think about discipline, a boy, a young boy has no discipline, but a man has the ability to control himself and guide his life through thoughts, actions, and habits uh, to what he desires to have. And so that was a quote that I made up uh, that I felt like was really uh, inspiring. Uh, that's my quote of the day, quote of this episode. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but, uh, Exercise is a way to build discipline. And so I think that because there's so much out there with the men's movement, there's so many things that I didn't even know about before that I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, maybe I should try this or maybe I should try that or maybe this will help me or maybe this can help with this problem that I'm having or help me feel more energized or, or what have you. So I think it's that aspect of it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think just overall health and fitness in general um, and, and just bettering yourself, it, 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 I mean, from personal experience, I can say that it, it does help in all other aspects of your life. Um, so, you know, it, 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 I completely agree. Um, you know, on the other side of that, you, you have to be Jack to be a, an influ or, you know, to be a, 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 a motivational speaker influencer or whatever yeah. you want to say. Yeah. That that's maybe to the extreme, but I, th- I think, 100% that health and fitness is very important. Yeah. So that was one that I liked. Any more that okay. you like or dislike? Yeah, yeah, so I'm going to throw I'm going to throw out a, a a couple more um likes and these are just kind of short ones. So um we've I think there's two people on the podcast that have talked about this um uh kind of theme when it comes to interactions with others. And so uh, the theme is, uh, so, so one guy was talking, he, he talked about seeking truth in all situations, right? I think that's kind of goes a little bit with what you were saying, Jared, as, and I went back and actually listened to a lot of the, the personal creed comments of a lot of our, um, the people that have been on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so really kind of seeking truth in all situations, um, that goes back to what you were saying is being humble and being willing to listen and understand, and at least like hear other people's opinions. Um, and then the second part was respond rather than react. That has, uh, since the first time I heard it, respond rather than react. 
Yeah. That is something that I personally have been working on, um, especially with my kids, is because I, I am, am historically, uh, habitually maybe, um, uh, more inclined to just react. I, 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 I react quickly to things. Um, or are, I have so in the past ever since I'd say over the past couple of years is, is since I've heard that is I'm a lot more conscious on, on, um, responding to situations versus just reacting on a whim. Yeah. Uh, example, uh, two days ago I was playing risk with my kids, with my two boys. They are, uh, nine and six. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was playing risk with them and I was, let's just say winning. (laughs) Dominating. You got all of Asia, (laughs) Europe and Australia. And you're like, all right guys, let's play. (laughs) Yeah. So actually I think I had, I had all of Asia or I mean, I had all of Australia, half of Asia. I had all of Africa all of South America and half of North America. And then the, the two, the two kids are in the other ones. And so my, uh, for some reason, the two boys, they kept fighting back and forth from Iceland to Greenland, Iceland to Greenland. And there was just like these, this two countries <laughs> and they, they would just dump all their guys on there and they would just kill each other, kill each other, kill each other. While I was just like, you know, Take coming over, up the yeah. rear. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and my one son, my nine-year-old, he started crying, and they're both crying, and and I was trying to explain to him, be super patient, and everything else, and and then you know, and then my nine-year-old was like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm just, I'm just gonna be done playing." I'm like, "Dude, just finish the game. Like, we just let's finish. Like, you you start something to finish it." And um, and then I started attacking, and and then his brother started attacking him. And took some of his his countries, and he was just so fed up that he just grabbed. He had a bunch of guys on these countries, and he just grabbed a bunch of the guys off of the thing, and was like, "I'm done." And he put him in the thing, and I was frustrated at this point, and so I said, "Fine." I said, "We are not playing." I said, "I am not playing risk with you for the rest of this trip." Right? That was just like a a, a complete like reaction mm-hmm. that I had. Mm-hmm. He was just like, I don't want to play anymore. You grabbed his pieces off the board. And I said, fine, I'm done. I am not playing this game with you for the rest of the trip. Mm-hmm. And so like, we cleaned out the board or whatever. And then I went over and I was sitting on the couch. And I was like, man, like I, I want to play Risk again. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, they did really good for the first hour and a half that we played. It was just the last little while. And uh, so I was sitting over the couch and he came over to me like 30 minutes later and he was like, dad, I'm sorry how I, how I acted. And, and, you know, I'm sorry that I, that I, you know, took my pieces off the board and, and I, I was really having fun. And, and so I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, well, what do I do now? Because I already told him that I'm not playing with you for the rest of the trip. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but he, that was a very sincere apology that was, he, that he initiated himself. And, I was like, but at the same point, I can't go back on what I said because then I look like a chump and then he's never going to listen to me. And so, you know, I, we ended up, I ended up working it out with him to where he, he made a a PowerPoint presentation about, uh, all of the, the countries that fought in world war two and his, his two most interesting battles. 
that if he did that and presented it to me, then he could earn risk back. <laughs> and he did it and it was great. And, um, and so, you know, I, I was just like, how could I have better responded in that situation versus reacted? You know, I could have been like, Hey, bud, I know this is hard. You're struggling. Maybe let's take a break. Let's come back. You know, there's so many other things I could have done than just be like, Nope, you're done. I'm done. It's over. And so, you know, a learning experience for me as well, but something I've been trying to do. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough game to play with little kids because you're attacking other people. You're, like, attacking other players. And it's not just, like, chance or anything like that. So you can easily target people and then people get offended or whatever. Yeah. Well, and then we played again three days later, and the both of them ganged up against me, and they wiped me off the map. Nice. There you go. Hermanos, yeah. la familia es todo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that was, uh, um, you know, respond versus react was something that, that I've heard not only on our podcast, but I've heard, you know, on social media and everything else. It, it's an important thing. Cool. So, anything else? Yeah. Rapid um, fire, any, any other ones? Well, uh, I had this this other one that was interesting that we, we had a guy named uh, Aaron Boone, uh, Millennial Manliness on the podcast. Ooh, going way back, yeah. Yeah, he had four P's of fatherhood. Uh, mm-hmm. Pursue, so pursue a relationship with your wife, pursue a relationship with your kids, provide, protect, and partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the four P's. I was I was kind of like that. I I wrote it down on a sticky note, and I've got it. The four P's, something I kind of like. Nice. Um, the last one. I don't want to. I don't want to end on a dislike, but I guess I have to. My last one. I think it kind of corresponds with your, uh, with one of your dislikes, Jared. Is yeah. I am, um, my wife and I are both night people mm-hmm. and, you know, all these, you know, influencers or these, these motivational speakers are like, oh, you got to get up at four o'clock in the morning and, and hit the weights and meditate for six hours and do this and do that. Or you know? two it's o'clock like, in the morning. Yeah. It's like, it's like, dude, I don't want to be awake at four o'clock in the morning. If, and if I'm awake at four o'clock in the morning, it's because I haven't gone to bed yet from the night before. <laughs> right like i mean i i wouldn't say i'm not a morning person but you know if i get up at seven or eight o'clock like that's okay for me and and, because i probably went to bed at two um and so it's just kind of like the whole thing of like you in order to be successful you have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning yeah that's something for me it's just like dude that people are different right people are built different some people are night people some people are morning people uh, you know, who is it like, uh, um, uh, Mark Wahlberg is like, yeah, I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Dude, but yeah. you go to bed at six 30 or he wakes <laughs> up at two o'clock. It's like, goes to bed at six 30. It's like, dude, that's like the whole evening that I get to, to spend with my kids and everything else. I mean, he's loaded. So he probably spends more time during the day with his kids, but, yeah. um, yeah. So you don't have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning to be successful. Yeah. I would say don't probably sleep in until, you know, noon or two o'clock and, and, and that can foster laziness and that can hinder your success. But, you know, yeah, that's, that, that's my opinion on that. Yeah. Okay. I can, I, I'm a morning person, so, uh, you know, I have a little bit of a different perspective, but I can understand how that would be frustrating. Um, and I don't think it's necessary to wake up at two, three o'clock in the morning. Uh, I think it's, it's, that's, that kind of goes back to my other thing. It's like this shock and awe tactic. It's like, oh, we go about one in the morning. 
No, I wake up at 12 at night. Look how extreme I am. It's like, I never sleep. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, I, you know, I, I, I run a marathon every morning and it's just like, what? Like, what is the standard? I've literally heard someone who does that. And I'm like, the standard here is like getting so ramped up. Like everyone's trying to one up each other. That's like literally these guys feel like if they want to be a coach or like lead men, they have to be kind of some kind of superhuman, like Guinness World Book of Records holder type. You know, it's just like, oh, okay, but that's all not that, that's not needed, you know. Yeah. But don't get me yeah. wrong. I do agree Agreed. that a, a good morning routine is important, but uh, probably not. No, I, I agree. I agree that a morning routine is important, but whether that morning routine starts at five o'clock in the morning or starts at seven o'clock in the morning, I don't know. If that is so important. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about you? Any other likes or dislikes? Uh, I think you hit on some good ones. Uh, I uh, those. I I've been thinking a lot about those dislikes. Uh, and just like, cause I see that so prevalent out there. Uh, I yeah. mean, the things I like, I, I, there's so many things that I like, and like, we talk about stuff like that all the time, but sometimes it's just like, ah, you know, this, this thing or that thing is frustrating to me. And, uh, so I think that's why I spent a, little, a bit more time, like explaining my thought process and, and reasoning behind some of those dislikes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, whether you agree with our dislikes or you agree with our likes, um, there's a lot to learn, whether it's from from our podcast, from our guests, from, uh, you know, social media out there. And and, and what I will say is that not everything is for you. Not everything I hear is for me. Mm-hmm. And something that might resonate with me might, you know, set an alarm off for Jared. Um, I mean, I would say for you and I, we're, we're, we're relatively similar and, and, and agree on a lot of things, but... You know, and, and what might work for you or for, for the listener out there, maybe that, you know, David Goggins, hardcore, don't be lazy, don't be fat, don't be whatever, you know, might work for you and it might make you angry and it might, you know, I don't know how many, Jared and I haven't had tons of negative comments, but, uh, you know, I can read the negative comments and then listen back to them and it motivate me. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think uh, there's always room for growth. Right. I think sometimes when people, especially influence, I mean, just think about like Tony Robbins or whatever. Uh, I mean, he's, he's got a big head, man. I think he's literally has a big head, but uh, <laughs> figuratively as well. I mean, a lot of these things too, it, it, it's probably hard. I just watched a documentary on Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, on Netflix and it's really good. Um, but it is hard to be humble when you when everyone is literally just praising your name. Yeah. Um, you know, if you've got tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of followers and people that would just, you know, at a drop of a hat do anything that you asked, it would probably be hard to stay humble and to 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 listen to what other people have to say because you're, you know, so successful or whatever it might be. Um but yeah, what but, I will you know, say Gary Vee is, right now, he's like, well, there's a reason why I have millions of followers and I'm a multimillionaire, and you guys are just small podcasts. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, you know, okay, yeah, but like, all right, I'd, that, I'd say, I, let, let us have you on our podcast and we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we he, he he could not cuss, and we'd probably have to boot him or something. Yeah, or we'll just we'll just we'll beep every single one of his things, and then it'll make him look bad because he'll just be like, yes, beep beep, yes beep, 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 beep,
Yeah, we were like, you didn't even hear what I said. It was like, yeah, because we just, Cause yeah. You can't, because you, you can't communicate without cursing. Yeah. 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 Well, for for all the listeners out there, uh, hopefully you got something out of this. Um, kind of be, be careful on who you follow and who you attach to. Uh, I would say do some research into some of these people, uh, some of these gurus. Be weary of gurus. But at the same point, you know, there's a lot of information out there. And a lot of people that have, like I said at the beginning, uh, they've tried lots of things and done lots of things. So sometimes it can be wise to listen to what they have to say. Yep. Absolutely. And thanks for joining. And let's build that creed together. All right. Let's do it. Mm-hmm.